0: This podcast is brought to you by JewishPodcast.org. Start your very own podcast today at JewishPodcast.org. A good night, Shabbos. Hope everyone is well. This week's Parsha we read is Parsha's Chayi And ironically enough, the name of the Parsha does not seem to fit with the theme of the parsha. The name of the parsha is the life of Sarah, yet the parsha discusses the death and the passing of Sarah. So the Mepharshim explained that sometimes we don't really see, we don't know the life of someone until sadly, until they're gone. And then the stories pour in, and the people tell over what they saw and what they learned. And sometimes only after their life is over do we start to get a glimpse and understanding of what their life was. It's so true when it comes to Sarah Imenu, we're going to see from Sarah's passing how great of a woman she was. But the life of Sarah is not just a story for us to read and to you know think about. But Sari live is leaving a legacy for all of Kla Yisrael. What Sari Imenu did in the way she lived is something that we need to learn from in our lives. And which is why the Torah depicts and the Torah describes what was said at her Levaya, and what was so important for us to learn from a woman like Sarah. And we all remember from school when we were younger, we all know the famous two Rashis in the opening Rashi Rashis bothered, why does the Torah tell us she was 100, and she was 20, and she was 7? So Rashi quotes from the Medrash, because the Torah wants to teach us that when Sarah was 100, she was like she was 20. And when she was 20, she was like 7. What does that mean, says Rashi, in her beauty. When she was 20, she was as beautiful as a 7-year-old. And the obvious question that you need to ask is even if we understand what exactly that means, the beauty of a 7-year-old, but why is the Torah discussing her beauty? It seems to be so inappropriate at a Leviah that we're going to be discussing something like her beauty. You never go to Levi today. You would never go to Levi today and hear them talking about the beauty of the man, the beauty of the female. It's so inappropriate. It's not what we focus on. We as Jews don't live for the external physical beauty. We know that doesn't matter, especially when the woman is already passed. What exactly is the Torah teaching us with this idea that we're emphasizing on her yoifi? Secondly, the other famous Rashi. Rashi tells us about Zari Menu Kulam Shova LeToivo. All her years were good. What does that mean, all her years were good? If you look through Tanakh, or specifically, you had to pick a woman who had a very difficult life. I would vote, sorry, as I often joke, her first thing she had going against her was, she was married to a rabbi, never easy job. Secondly, she went so many years without having children. Thirdly, even when she finally did merit to have a child, she never got to ma- see him be married off. She never got to see grandchildren. She never got to go to the grandmother, granddaughter, Malava Malkas. She never got to do any of that. So what was so good about her life? Her life was so good when Avram took another wife and brought another child into the, into, the, into the home. That ended up being a conflict with her son. Where was the good? Kulam Shavala Tehva. How are we to understand this? So the answer lies in an idea about Suri mana that we all need to learn from. And this is what the Torah is teaching us. Sari Imanu looked at this world very differently than me and you. Sari Imanu looked at everything that Hashem gives her or doesn't give her is tailor made for her. Sari Imanu was beautiful, no questions. But she never for a second ever thought of herself as beautiful. Because Sari Imanu looked at it as everything Hashem gives me is a gift from Him to better serve Him. She never allowed it to get to her head. She never walked around like she owns the world. She never thought better of herself over anyone else. Because in Saru mind, everything in this world is merely a tool to be used to bring Kavot Shemaim into this world. So yes, Saru was beautiful. But she was like a 7-year-old. She had no idea what it meant to be beautiful. A 20-year-old who's beautiful walks around like they own the world. They think they're the most important thing in the world because they have beauty. They have beauty. Sarimeno totally didn't look at it like that because what was beauty to her it was something Hashem gave her and all that Hashem is give, gave her was for her to be used to serve Hashem and never to use to be used in a haughty way or to think better of some or, or, or over someone else and that's why Sarimano lived the life of Kulam Shavla Taiv of course she had her hard days of course she had her depressed days of course she had the days when she said, this what's going on. But in was life, everything that came to her, everything that she experienced in her life, was a direct scent from HaKadosh Baruch Hu for her to better serve Him. And to her everything was good. And she made the best of it, says Reb Shams from She took the difficulties in life and made the best that she could with what she had. Yes, yeah, she was stressed. Yes, yeah, she had those rough days. She wasn't a malach. She was overworked. I'm sure she was stressed from a three-day umdif. I'm sure she was stressed when she had 25 guests. She was stressed, but she didn't look at, she didn't allow these things to bring her down. She was stressed, but it didn't become a stressful day. She didn't allow these things to bring her down because in her mind, everything that came and everything that went and came was all directly sent from HaKadosh Baruch. And that's perhaps what the Torah was teaching us about Sari Amenu's life. That we need to live a life like that. We need to live a life that all the talents that Hashem gives us. And I say this often, people have are full of talents. Every human being that walks this earth has talents. Whether they realize it or not, we're all talented. The difference is, do we allow those talents to think, to allow us to think we're better than everyone else? Or do we realize these talents were a gift from Hashem to be used to better serve Him? That's what separates the Baal Gaivra from the Anuv. The Baal Gaivra thinks that these talents are his own made talents, and therefore he's superior, while the Anuv realizes these are talents on loan from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as a gift to better serve him. Sarimenu knew, she wasn't foolish, she knew she was beautiful. But she never thought of herself as beautiful. Because what, what did I do? Hashem gave me this for whatever reason he did, and I'm here only to better serve him. And that's one lesson we need to learn from Sarimenu. All the talents that Hashem has given us, and we're all full of talents, Make no mistake. They're not here to make us, they're not here to allow us to be haughty. They're here to teach us, to ground us, and for us to realize they're here to serve Hashem. But more importantly, Sarah taught us. Sarah taught us how to deal with a difficult life. That you have to maximize with what you have. You can't always control the deck of cards that you're dealt. But you have to make the best of what you have. You have to grow with the punches, as we say. Akash baruch Hu gave Sarah a difficult life, but not in her mind. Because to her, she maximized every day, because everything that she got. Good or bad was a Matanah from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which she worked with in water to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Medrash tells us that when Sari Imenu, that, that Imenu died, there were three things that the house was lacking. And those things only came back when Rifka appeared. And what are the three things? So Chazal tells us there was a candle that was lit 24 hours, 7 days a week from week to week. There was a certain bracha in the flower. And then there was a cloud hovering over the tent. So the first two we understand represents positivity. Light is good. What does the, the cloud represent? So most of us assume the cloud represents the Shechina. But I saw a beautiful pshaw from Rebaron Salavechik. He said, no, the cloud represents clouds. Right? We know we just had a big rainstorm this week. We had a lot of rain. We saw a lot of clouds. Clouds usually represent difficulty, hardship, You know, impending rain. The, the cloud over Sarah's I mean, tent was Sarah's way of saying, "I can handle the difficulties of life." Sarah's tent meant that Sarah was a woman who was able to deal with whatever life threw her way, whatever life came, whatever life threw at her. Sarah was able to make it work. And that was what Rifka was able to do. So the tent, the, the cloud does not represent the good the best of times, but rather the cloud represents the worst of times. The blackness of life. And every home has that. Every home has difficult times and struggles and this But with the Torah teacher goes in the expression, the Ama the woman of the home, has a special gift given to her by Sari Menu, our Alta Alta Baba. Gave to all of the women this ability to be able to navigate your ship, navigate your home, amidst the difficult times, because the Medrash tells us that when Avram Avinu came from giving a hespit, came to give a Hespit to eulogize Sarah. It says, "By Avram, where did he come from?" So the Medrash says he came from Harah I saw a beautiful pshat from Simcha explained. What does he mean, Harah You know what Avram Avinu said about Sarah? That she was a moresh, she was a teacher, she was an educator. That was her greatest claim to fame. What did she teach? She taught the people in her home. And according to what we're saying, you know what she taught them? This lesson. She taught them how to survive the difficulties of life. How to navigate the clouds hovering over our homes. How to survive when life is not peachy rosy. How to survive when things are not going your way. That's what Surrey embodied. Not the good times, the bad times. How to turn those times into good times. Sarai Menu taught that. That's what she was more, read. that's what she educated. She educated her family, and she educated the world how to live when times are difficult. And that I believe is the, the cornerstone of every Jewish home. Is the, the woman's value in the home. They have a special kayach from their DNA, from Sarai Menu to how to deal with the difficulties that will come. And I said this many times, and I'll continue to say it, we know Chazal tells us that we only get out of Mitzrayim because of the optimistic attitude of the women. We all remember lockdown, when we were all stuck in our homes for weeks on end. And the kids were all trying to get onto Zoom, and the parents were trying to work. And I said then, I'll say it again, I believe the only way we got through that very difficult time was because of the women. The men would have given up on the first day. We would have said, forget this, this is not working, the kids will not go to school for, until this ends. But the nashim Tzadkani is of our generation because they learned from Sari Menu, The cloud that Rivka filled up again, that Rivka took over, is the midah of every Jewish woman to be able to deal with life's curveballs. When life is not simple, when we're in lockdown, when there's a virus that's raging outside and people are dying and we're scared, who do we turn to? We turn to the women of the home to take a stand, to make a difference to be more, to educate, to teach, to show how to survive the most difficult times. And that's what the Torah was telling us about Sarah. Sarah realized that life is not perfect. Sarah realized she didn't live the perfect life, but she made the best of it. And she taught those around her to make the best of it. And that's what we need to learn from this week's parsha. We need to learn to realize, just like Sarah never let her beauty, her talents overtake who she was. We too cannot allow our talents to overtake who we are, but rather let's allow our talents to make us better people. But more so let's realize and appreciate this media that Sarah implanted. Just like Avraham implanted To his children, Sarah planted, to her daughters as well, and Rivka, and all our great emois. And that's what we ask Hashem when we bench our children, we ask our children to be like Rivka, Sarah, Rivka. What does it mean to be like Sarah? To be like what, in what way? This Nukuda perhaps, to be able to navigate life when it doesn't look so good, when it's difficult, to be able to be more, to educate, to show, to teach, amidst the darkness, not only amidst the sunny days. In Mish Hashem, we should be zaycheh. To see in our lives our Sarah Emenus, our wives, our children, our granddaughters, great granddaughters, all those women around us, they all have this ability to navigate us and help us get through the difficulties of life. Mr. Shem, this is the greatest chus of Jewish pride that the Torah talks about. To live a life like Sarah Emanu, Shall Be to live a life of sarah Imenu, appreciate the life of sarah and continue the legacy of Sarah Imenu. Have a wonderful Shabbat. Amen. I